Hey, hey, fabulous humans. I welcome you to the Back on Track podcast brought to you by I Am Somebody. I am your host, Jennifer Bulbrook, and I am here dedicated to offering you a unique experience through inspiration and motivation by showing you that you are somebody. In this space, I will be sharing personal experiences, discussing serious issues such as mental health, and we'll be working through the process of having your thoughts serve you by incorporating new techniques into your daily lives. At I Am Somebody, we own who we are because we are somebody. Okay, guys, so this week we're going to be talking about self-acceptance. And when it comes to increasing your self-worth, you must learn to accept yourself entirely without judgment, without excuses, and you need to make a commitment to forgive yourself for all that has gone wrong in your life, for all the struggles you've gone through, for all the mistakes you may have made, for any bad habits you may have come across. You need to forgive yourself for all of it. You need to make a commitment to yourself to forgive yourself because you're worth that. You got to remember that at the time you did the best that you could. Everything happened the way it was supposed to. So there's no reason to judge yourself. There's no reason to hate on yourself. Forgive yourself. Show yourself some compassion. Understand that you had done your best at the time. Or hey, maybe you didn't even have complete control over whatever situation. Just know your past and your experiences, they do not define who you are as a human. They do not define your worth. You are born 100% worthy And throughout your life, that does not change. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter what you don't do, your worth does not change. Now, when it comes to talking about our past, it's not exactly helpful unless you're willing to admit the facts and leave the judgments behind. Admitting what is real about your past is useful, but dwelling on it is far from that. In fact, it does the complete opposite. It will completely tear you down. It will can take you and you can end up being in a, you know, get into a severe depression. We don't want that. We must understand that our past is over And therefore, the story in our minds of our past is the only thing that is currently existing. What happens in your past is over. The pain that was in your past, that is over as well. They're both gone. Pain does not exist with our past. The pain you are experiencing now is new pain resulting from your current thinking of your past. Your past only defines you as the way you think about it. 
humans cause our own pain, whether present, past, future, by the way we think about something. If you went through some trauma as a child and, you know, it was, it was painful at the time. Now, when you think back at it, you're not feeling that pain, but you're feeling the pain if that's the way you look at it. Again, what happened in your past is over and the pain that came with that is also over. It went with it. It's gone. A little example, a piece of my past. I grew up with a very close, loving family where there was truly very little yelling. We ate dinner together almost every evening. We took many trips together. I earned babysitting money while watching my little sister when my parents went out. We all told each other we loved one another. We valued each other's company. And that is 100% true. But what else is also true, and how I could also look at it, is that I grew up with a father who was ill, and I never knew when he was going to die. We went away a lot because my dad would raise money for his work and for causes, and therefore I was stuck spending a lot of my time in hotels with other kids. If we were not away, my parents would go out every Friday and Saturday night, so I was stuck watching my little sister instead of being able to go out and have fun with my friends. Now, if you look at both stories, both stories are completely 100% true, but it's just how I'm choosing to think about those stories and how I'm choosing to feel about the past. That's what's different. I don't want to look at it like, my past sucked and I was, you know, stuck in hotels and that's not how I want to look at it. Why would I want to look at it that way? What does that serve me? Any good? No, none. I would rather focus on the positive and be happy than focus on the negative and be sad. Who the fuck wouldn't? So many of us do decide to keep our past close to us. We hold our past tight as if it was our present and we continue to live it and watch it in our minds. I'm guilty as it is just as much. It's a human thing. We all do it. But how are we choosing to look at the past? If we're choosing to look at it in a negative way and we carry that around with us, what a sad, negative life that we're going to end up having because that's what we're thinking. But if we're choosing to think of it in a positive way, think it of something that, hey, I overcome this or, hey, I, you know, grew because of this or whatever the case may be and be positive, then you're going to have a positive life. You're going to have a positive outlook on things. Having regrets about your past does not serve us. I much rather use regret to better my future. For example, for me, I'm cutting back on, say, when I'm cutting back on drinking. I don't, I'm not 
cut so much cutting back on drinking anymore. I've kind of been able to manage my drinking, but say that it was, you know, a year ago or whatever, and I'm, you know, working on cutting back on my drinking. And then I find myself in the middle of a liquor store aisle. And this is when I'm going to put myself in the stage where I had already bought the bottle. I already drank it. It's now the next day. I am feeling shitty emotionally. I am feeling shitty physically. And I'm going to be standing in that liquor aisle looking at that bottle of vodka and saying, do I really want to buy this? And then I'm going to put myself as if I had already drank that bottle and how I'm feeling. Do I want to still feel that way? Do I want to feel that way the next day? Hell no. I'm going to leave that vodka on that shelf. Let your regret better your future. Having regrets about your past does not serve you. But using regret to better your future? Come on. That is brilliant fucking shit right there. Let it help you prevent yourself from going back on your commitments that you make to yourself. If you made a commitment not to drink and you're looking at that bottle going, should I buy it? Think whether you think of it that you had already bought it, you've already drank it. How are you feeling? Not good. Not proud. Ashamed. Guilty. So then maybe you'll just leave that bottle on the shelf. The same goes with food. If you're trying to cut back on sugar, instead of picking up that chocolate bar and eating it, think of it that you already picked it up, you already ate it, it's the next day, it's after, or if it's after you ate it, how does it, how do you feel? You feel gross. You're like, why the fuck did I eat that? So leave that chocolate bar in that cupboard or at the store, on the shelf. Be mindful and acknowledge your thoughts and your feelings. Do not just dismiss them. If you can, when you begin to feel like you're not worthy, take a minute and explore what thoughts you're thinking at that time. Write them down. If you must, you can wait until the feeling passes and then ask yourself the same question. Explore what thoughts you are thinking when you're starting to feel like you're not worthy. But still allow yourself to feel the emotions without judgment. The more you do this, the more you practice this, you will eventually see different patterns and different connections between certain situations and thought processes and different patterns and connections between situations and emotions and thoughts and emotions and your results. There's patterns and you'll start to see them the more you practice this. The more you practice becoming aware of your thinking and your feelings, 
the more you're going to see the patterns and the more you'll be able to change what you want to change and then keep what you want to keep and do it again without judgment. Forget about being the perfect human. There is no perfect appearance. There's no perfect capabilities. Everybody, even the best of the best, have flaws. Everyone makes mistakes. There is no such thing as perfect. So get that perfect image out of your head. There will always be something that somebody doesn't like about you. There will be always there will always be something that you don't like about yourself. There will be always someone who does something better than you. That is life. And we're just all human. It is our imperfections that make us unique. While our failures, they help us grow. And believe it or not, it is our failures that help us become more accepting of ourselves. So remember, you are enough. And why? Because, say it with me guys, and say it loudly, why are you enough? Because I am somebody. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions. And these questions are going to help you better understand how accepting you truly are of yourself. And what might be actually holding you back from truly accepting who you are as a human. So get a piece of paper, get a pen, write down these questions because I really want you to explore and to really look at these questions and look at the answers. Really dig deep. Question one, what is most authentic about you? Number two, can you think and speak kindly about yourself? Or are you judgmental towards yourself? Are you able to give yourself a break and speak gentle about yourself with compassion and with love? Number three, are you taking care of your own needs? Diet, exercise, relaxation, rest, fun, social interaction, alone time. Are you, you giving yourself time for these things? Like on a regular basis? The next question I have for you is, do you accept love from others? Or do you push others, people's away? Do you push their love away? And then finally, do you accept love from yourself? Or do you push your own self-love away?
Now, I want you to really think and I want you to explore these questions and answers. And I don't want you to just be like, oh, yeah, and give yourself one, two word answers. I want you to dig deep. Because like I said, these questions will give you a better understanding how accepting you are of yourself and what might be holding you back from fully accepting who you are as a human. These questions will help provide a baseline if give you some awareness as to how much you fully accept yourself, how much you fully accept your life, your flaws, your mistakes, the struggles. And if you really want to do some work and cover your true thoughts and how they providing you and your current results, then grab my newly published self-worth planner. First of many in my published self-help series, which you can find on my website and on Amazon and soon in the bookstores near you. And in these planners, you will find information, resources, along with worksheets to complete, tasks to do. I have designed these planners to, to an exact T of what I use on a daily weekly, and monthly basis. These planners have helped me start living my best life, and now you can too. All right, guys, before I sign off, I just want to give you a task for the week. And I know, I know, I already gave you some questions I want you to do, but I want you to do this one task for me. I want you to practice accepting you. By choosing to accept what you see in yourself. So when something comes up that you do not particularly like about yourself, take a deep breath and say, I accept this about myself. I am not saying you must completely agree with it, nor am I saying you need to love whatever it is that you're not liking about yourself but I'm encouraging you not to judge yourself. Don't judge your thoughts. Don't judge your feelings. Don't judge your actions. Don't judge anything about yourself. Come from a place of love and compassion. Accept these things about yourself. Accept, hey, this is who I am right now. Or, hey, I might be doing this right now, but hey, I'm also learning to change it. That's if you want to change it. Alrighty, folks, it has been a complete pleasure as always. And hey, if you're saying to yourself, I am loving the planner, I am loving the podcast, I am loving Jen, then I think it's time for you to jump in with both feet and you must come check out the squad. It is my monthly coaching program where we go further with all of this material and we apply it in real time. Join me at www.iamsomebody2 as in the number 2.ca and let's work together.
And if you want to be in the know for any and all updates with respect to the Back on Track podcast or with I Am Somebody, come follow me on Instagram at I am underscore somebody underscore two. Okay, guys and gals, thank you again for tuning in. I know there are thousands and thousands of podcasts out there, and you have all chosen to listen to me. I absolutely 100% fucking appreciate and love every single one of you. And remember, tune in next week. Please tune in next week where we will be discussing more things with respect to self-esteem, a huge topic that so many of us, so many of us deal with. Do not forget to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your family and friends. And remember, and say it with me, and say it with confidence, I am somebody. Love you all.